morning, everybody. Uh, this coming year in Israel is going to be a Shemitah year, and the advertisements have already started coming um, about how you can participate in the mitzvah of Shemitah all the way from, uh, from Chutzlar. It's all you need to do is to pay a few dollars in order to purchase a small piece of land or a tree in Eretz Yisrael, and through that you could be making the mitzvah of Shemitah even while here in Chutzlaret. So the question is, is that true? Are, do you accomplish anything by spending a few dollars to purchase a tree or something like that in Eretz Yisrael? Is one in fact uh, in fulfillment of the mitzvah of Shemitah when, when uh, doing so? It seems like a really nice way to support uh, from farmers who are unable to work, if that's where the money in fact is going, but these things always sound like a scam, the way that they're, uh, they're presented. So you just have to look a little bit deeper and see if, uh, am I really buying land in Israel? Do you, does the money really go to the farmers? Does it go to some guy who's selling a few inches of his backyard or his living room? I mean, what exactly is, uh, is going on over here? And is this, in fact, a fulfillment of the mitzvah? So Vasha Weiss has a tshuva on this in his Sefer on Shavias, and he points out, he discusses, is there a midos chasidus even to enter into a chiv of shvisas karka b'shvias if you're not already in that position of someone who owns karka? Meaning, of course, if you own a farm, then uh, there's a mitzvah to, uh, to, to have shvisas karka to not work the farm. But do I put myself in a position, uh, do I have an obligation, or even a mitzvah chasidus, to put myself in a position where I will become a landowner so that I can fulfill the mitzvah of Shemitah. So it would seem, says Rav Asherweis, that there is no mitzvah to do so, just as we never heard that somebody should go buy donkeys and horses in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Shvisas Behemto Bishabbos. Right? There's a mitzvah of Shvisas Behema on Shabbos, but I don't own a donkey, so I can't uh, fulfill the mitzvah of Shvisas Behema. So maybe we should start a business where everybody can buy a chelik and a donkey, and then everybody will be able to be yotzi in the mitzvah of Shvisas Behema. So Vashawai says that we don't, we don't do that, so apparently there's no such Indian of, uh, of, of Amidus Chasidus to enter into a position where you can then fulfill the mitzvah b'shevi altase by not having your animal do work on Shabbos. Furthermore, Rav Asher holds against the minchas chinuch mitzvah test that there is no obligation to buy chametz on erev Pesach in order to fulfill the mitzvah of tashbisu. Let's say it comes erev Pesach and I just don't. Have, I'm gluten free all year. I don't have any chametz anyway. So do I have to go out of my way to buy chametz so that I can fulfill the mitzvah of tashbisu? Minchas chinuch says yes. Rav Asher Weiss thinks not so because any mitzvah where the primary emphasis is the result, it's a result-oriented result mitzvah, and not a maisa-oriented mitzvah, would not require us to be nichnas into the chiyuv. Even the uh, chazanish in Demai, in Simon Beis, who says that there might be a midas chasidus to leave over maisos with which you can fulfill the mitzvah biur, and there's a midas chasidus to buy chametz in order to burn it, he might agree that that midas chasidus is only for mitzvahs that one fulfills with a kumba say, but shvisas karkas b'shevi alta say, you fulfill by not doing anything. So to enter into a situation so that you cannot do anything and thereby fulfill uh, Shemitah, maybe even the Chazanish would agree that there's no such Indian. And even though in Maiserav and Oskafes it says that the Grah bought a Behemam Vakeras, bought an animal that was about, about to have uh, its first uh, offspring and gave the Bukhar to a Kohen and said Shachianu so that he could fulfill the mitzvah of Bukhar. So uh, he was the Gra, and he did things on a different level. So it's not necessarily uh, Raya to what everybody else is supposed to do. Did you ever hear of anybody else in the whole history of the world that ever did something like that? So uh, he was the Gra, so he can't necessarily. And also, that's a case of a Kumbhase to actually give the Behemoth to a Kohen. But over here, it's Shevi Alta said. Then Rav Ashwais writes that the issue of working the land and the mitzvah of Shri Karka applies to all people regardless 
regardless of whether they own the land. The Jewish people have to rest the land of Israel, whether you own the land or not. That's really subject to a significant machlokas rishonim, whether it's a mitzvah on the owner of the land, a mitzvah on the worker of the land, or a mitzvah on the land itself. So in his Minchas uh, Asher and Shvius and Simon Aleph, he writes that Matzinu b'tchumim shonim b'halacha. We find in different areas of halacha the kasher ikere inyan lo be'etzma that when the primary issue is not the action you're taking, ela b'totza osav. It's the result of that ma'isa. Even if a guy is the one that does it for you, it's considered as if you did the ma'isa. Meaning, it's not even a din shlichus. The point is that the land should be rested. So it's not. It doesn't make a difference if I own the land that's being rested or I don't own the land that's being rested. The point is the land should not be worked. And he says you find all over the place that when you have a goal-oriented mitzvah, it doesn't matter if the ma'isa mitzvah is done in the conventional sense. For example, he says the prechadish in Yardes and Kovchav. Writes that it's uh, mutter to do tefilas kelim al yaday guy, even though there's no shlichus for a guy. The guy could do tefilas kelim; he's just not neman on tefilas kelim. So if a Jew is watching him, that would be okay. The prichadosh writes, or the machner frayim in hilchos shluchim in the simiyot aleph says that if you make a uh, a maka al yaday poel nachri, I have to build a maka al gagecha. If I try to build a maka al gagecha, someone will fall right off of it. I don't know how to build a maka. So what am I going to do? I'm going to call my contractor who builds everything, whatever I need, uh, something done in the house. And he's not he's not a Jew, so Miguel is going to come and he's going to build it. That's his name. I'm not making up a name. Uh, he's going to come and he's going to build a, uh, a mak al, al, al gagecha. So uh, I'm going to be mekayim the mitzvah even though there's no shlichus for a nachri. The Tshuva Sarashva in Chelek Aleph, Simon Shudnan Zayin, says that a shliach based in to execute somebody can even be a guy. Because again, the point is the totza'a, the point is the result that comes from it. The Magin Avram in Simon Reish Salmech Gimel, Sivkat Nyer Aleph, says if a woman forgot to, be, uh, forgot to light Neros and was ready Mechabal Shabbos, she could have a non-Jew light the Neros. And she can even say the bracha, says the Magin Avram, when the, not the non-Jew, the woman, the Jewish woman can say the bracha when the non-Jew lights the, uh, the Neros. Tosus and Shvu, Stav Gimel, says that even if a or a nachri does hakafas harosh on you, it's a violation because the point is the totsa'a, the result of having rosha mukaf. The Yushalmi in the second parakapeya says that if a non Jewish farmhand harvests your field, it's still chayiv bepeya, even though it's ktsirakum, uh, is patavram peya because it's your field. And the point is that it's all result oriented. And one final example in, Shuvas, uh, in the Chuvas in the, in the, at the end of the Sefer Avni Milum in Simul Chafei, he says that if Paul and Nachrim do work on a house, you can be kona bikinyan chazaka, meaning uh, what do you normally have to do? In all gadar parats, you do some sort of kinyan chazaka on the house. I can send a nachri in to do the work on the house, and I'm kona with kinyan chazaka because it's not a maisa kinyan as much as it is a mitzius of yeshiva babayis. So that that's how I'm taking hold of the house. That's how I'm showing that I am uh, that, that I'm, I'm living in that house. So Rav Asher suggests that sometimes you have a mitzvah that's the result. So it's not really about the maisa or about you owning it or about it's just the resulting. This is a major machlokas, though, but that's his read on the situation. So he suggests the only potential mitzvah would be that of being mafkir peros shvius. But usually these places only sell random pieces of land and not fruit trees, so you can't even be mafkir the peros shvius. And even if they do sell fruit trees, it would be shevi altasa, and therefore there's no obligation to enter into the chiv anyway. And then he says on a hashkafic level, rachman And those farmers that are most nefesh, not to work, those are the ones that 
that got rewarded, and they're very much worthy of our support. Not some guy who's selling a plot of dirt in his backyard to make a few bucks. That's not where our money should be going. The money should be going to farmers who are being Mosin Efesh to give up on their livelihood for a year in order to observe the mitzvah. Clearly you get the impression, not only from Rav Weiss, but from all of the uh, other literature on the topic, of uh, those poskim who are against this idea, that it's not just a halachic argument that they're against this idea, they're very nervous about where the money's going to be taken from to go to these programs. That, they're, they're, that the, uh, the, the, the derech always was to do whatever you can to support the farmers in Israel are being most nefesh. If money is going to be taken away from that purpose and instead, uh, you know, uh, redirected toward uh, something else, so they're very nervous about how that's going to happen. So Rav Weiss clearly is worried that it's going to take away donations uh, to Shomre Shvius, which is where our money should really go. Uh, but it happens to be the advertisement I saw had a haskama from Rav Yaakov Ariel. Now I read the haskama from Rav Yaakov Ariel. It's a very uh, respected Tamachacham in the Datilumi community. And uh, it's coming from Yaakov Ariel. Uh, didn't really say exactly, you know, it didn't give a, a significant halachic argument. I actually have it right here. He said, uh, he, he, all, all he writes is that mitzvah shemitah chalala aretz, that uh, the mitzvah of shemitah is on the land, and the entire land is shayach to kal Yisrael, to every Jew, pasher husham, you have a chalik in the land, and therefore it's a good idea to, be, uh, to support the farmers by buying a tree from them. Meaning, it doesn't sound like he's really suggesting that you're Mekayim the Mitzvah of Shvisas Karka specifically because you bought the tree. He's just saying, you know, everyone wants to feel like they're a part of it, and we have a big Mitzvah to support the farmers. So the farmer's willing to sell you a tree, and you can help him out by planting a tree with a farmer. So good, so then that's a good thing to do. Rav Gershon Edelstein also had given a shear on this topic, and they wrote it up, and uh, I, I didn't hear from his mouth, and it's not from his pen either, but they wrote this up in the name of Rav Gershon Edelstein, and he writes that this there's a mitzvah of tishpos on Shabbos. So if a person is mechal Shabbos, let's say, but he has a few moments that he isn't doing anything. There he's just, you know, no one could be mechal Shabbos all day long. You get tired, right? You get tired of doing uh, malach at a certain point. So he takes a little rest in the middle of, between his plowing and his harvesting. You know, he, ta- he can't do that, right? One right after the other, probably. But, you know, he, ta- he takes a little rest between uh, between uh, being kosev and being mevashel or something. So he takes a little rest. Does, it, does he fulfill the mitzvah of Shisa Shabbos? So Rav Gershon Edelstein writes that unlike Mezuzah, where both Tosas and Baba Kamadaf and Vav and the Ran in Sukkadaf Yiral of Midapayarif say that there's a key mitzvah even when you aren't doing anything, they discuss in the question of Osig Mitzvah Patam and a Mitzvah that if you have a Mezuzah, why do you have to do any other mitzvahs? Because you're Osig Mitzvah, you're doing Mitzvah Mezuzah, there's a Mezuzah al Pischa, so why do you have to do any other mitzvah? But they both work with the assumption that there is a key mitzvah, it's just that we don't apply Osig Mitzvah Patam in a Mitzvah. But over here, there's no kiyum because it's 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 pure shevi altaset. So one does not get a kiyum mitzvah if they're mechal Shabbos all day long, in the five minutes that they're not being mechal Shabbos. When the Gemara in Kiddushin, Daflamites, says that in lo avar avera, you get schar ka'osa mitzvah, that's only talking about if it's bad dvar avera liado, that if a person uh, passes up an opportunity for an avera, he gets schar as if he did a mitzvah, that means that the opportunity came along, not just stam that he happens to not be doing an avera. I'm not getting schar right now for uh, not eating chazer. No one offered me any chazer. If someone offers me some chazer and I turn it down, then maybe I'll get schar for 
for not eating chazir. The mitzvah of Tishbos and Shabbos is when you have a nisayon to be mechal Shabbos and you refrain. So says from Gershon Edelstein, the same by Shviyas. If there's a need to work the land and you refrain from doing so, so then you fulfill the mitzvah. When, when you buy a piece of land, he says, it's usually land that wasn't worked in the sixth year either. He says, a lot of these programs, when you're buying a piece of land, you're buying a piece of someone's living room. So no one, uh, no one worked that land last year or the year before or the year before. So there's no mitzvah of Shvisa. Shvisa means that it's normally worked and now it's not, uh, it's not being worked. So uh, it's, therefore it's not a fulfillment of the mitzvah. Um, if it is land that is actually worked, then it would depend on the gather of the mitzvah of Shvisa Sa'aretz. Whether it's like Shvisa's Behema, they have to make sure that others don't work in your field, in which case maybe you are fulfilling a mitzvah, says Rav Gershon Edelstein. But you have to look into the situation. What exactly are you buying? Is it karka that is normally worked that is now not being worked? And ideally you should look into whether the money goes to the farmers at all. It seems that many, many of the gedolim are very skeptical about the whole situation. So my son, uh, Daniel, is in NCSY Kolo this summer. So I said, do me a favor. Go over to Rav Shechter and uh, ask him what he thinks about this. So uh, t- to the extent that uh, we can trust Daniel's Edus, uh, he, uh, <laughs> he reported that Rav Shechter thought it was a good idea. That it's, uh, he said that Rav Shechter thought it was not a new idea. Uh, you find discussions in earlier Akronim about that. And uh, he thought it was a good idea that uh, we should be able to buy Karka. I confirmed with Rav Shai Shechter, just in case, and he said, yeah, that his father thought it was a good idea. Um, is it an issue of Kal Nosa Di'ulo Matziyavich Shliach Lo Matzimashvi? That if you can't do it, how can you make a Shliach to do it? So there's a discussion in the Plesi about this. The Chach Masadim says that we don't apply Kal Nosa because over here you're qualified to observe the Mitzvah Satriyus Bars. You just happen to not be there. You just happen to be far away. So Rav Shechter thought, if you can uh, verify that it's actually happening, then it's a good idea. I uh, asked Rabbi Israel Reisman when we, ha- we had the opportunity to be with him, so I asked him uh, what he thought about it. He said, my grandfather didn't do it. Uh, meaning this is not something that uh, we have generations of precedent of how we support Shemitah when Shemitah years come. And the precedent is the Gedolim always, always uh, strongly encouraged that we send money to help farmers out, that we try to help out the farmers who are, uh, who are otherwise being, uh, being Moser Nefesh. So uh, without having uh, to, to, buy, to buy land, and he said, also thought it didn't make sense to go out of your way to volunteer a Shevi Altase. So somebody told me, Jacob Rosenfeld, the student at NYU, told me that he was in contact with somebody who works for one of these organizations and he asked him how much money goes to, uh, goes to help the farmers. And uh, he was told some of the money does and some doesn't. I don't know what that I mean, he didn't give the breakdown. So whatever that organization is, I don't know about every organization, he was told some of the money helps the farmers, some of the money doesn't. It goes to pay for other things or whatever. Uh, it's Vadai, a great mitzvah to support the farmers in fulfilling the mitzvah of Shemitah. And to the extent that anything will take away from that, it's obviously not worth it. Uh, there were letters signed by many Gedali Yisrael where the impression you get is that they're very, just very worried about this. So if you have a situation uh, and someone has to do the research, I, I should probably do the research, so someone's got to do the research. If you have a situation where doing this is actually uh, all the money is going to supporting farmers who are being Shomer Shviyas and you happen to be buying land, a piece of land that normally is worth throughout the other six years, where there's a possibility, at least, that you're being a Mekayimah Mitzvah, even though there may not be a Midas Chasidus to go out of your way to do it, or, you know, you could argue on that, whether you have to go out of your way to fulfill a Shevi Altase, but if that's a, a, a way of supporting farmers, then it would be very, very good. But a person has to uh, be careful, as with any tzedakah, to 
know uh, to know where your money is going, to know uh, to to make sure. Meaning, uh, a lot of times people think, you know, that uh, okay, if I'm giving stuff, it's not going to be mine anyway, so I could just uh, send it wherever I want. Would you do that in your own spending? You know, ah, I'm buy, I have a car, so uh, I'm not going to do any research if it's a good car or a bad car or anything. If Hakadosh Baruch Hu trusted us with money, then Hakadosh Baruch Hu expects us to make sure that it goes to the right place. So we have to do the research to make sure that uh, that we're sending it to a place where it's going to be, uh, it's going to actually help us uh, uh, participate in the mitzvah of Shemitah in that great way of uh, supporting farmers who are willing to be Moser Nefesh, not to work the land during Shemitah. Okay.